I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. There are a couple of things that I always say that uh, you should nail in your visual brand, which is your brand needs to be authentic, consistent, and impactful. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 39. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We'd love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're going to discuss how you can create a cohesive and compelling brand. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? I've got a shipyard pumpkin ale today. Ooh. Nice and rich, you know, fall season, getting into the mood. Definitely. And it's, you know, it's October, the time of I, pumpkins. I know, exactly. It's my birthday <laughs> month. It's I know, your birthday is only in a couple days. Uh, what are you going to do? Well. I go to Still dinner, to date. Oh, yeah, nice. you know, basic stuff, nothing major. I remember a couple of years ago on your birthday, we had a really good time. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Might have had a few too many cocktails. That's one of the reasons why I think this this podcast uh, title came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking, I mean, that's kind of branding right there. Yeah. You know, how we kind of got into branding. So branding is a huge part of doing business. It's really how people get to know you and what you do. And we spoke with Vero Souza of Vero Branding about the important elements of creating a brand and how you can do it on your own if you're working on a budget. All right. Our guest today is Vera Souza, and she is a brand designer who works with heart-centered coaches, creatives, practitioners, and entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact by authentically connecting with their audience through their branding. She has helped over a hundred conscious brands with intentional branding, and her work has been featured in Vogue, Forbes, Saks Fifth Avenue, People's Magazine, and other known publications. Vera, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we are so so excited excited. to have you. (laughs) Those are some big names. Uh I know. (laughs) Very fancy. We love it. We feel very blessed to have you on the show today. But our first question before we even get into anything is what are you drinking today? A latte. I went all fancy. I got a latte today. This is our fancy show. It's early over here. It's around nine o'clock. So I needed a little spark. A boost. <laughs> a boost. Exactly. It's later here and we both need a boost. So yeah. <laughs> today is one of those days, as we mentioned before we started recording, that uh, Mercury is in retrograde. So I feel like that just adds complications to life. Oh, yes. So yeah, we can fun. take it slow. Let's take it slow. <laughs> let's take, we'll take it slow for this episode. So, well, let's take it slow right away. Tell us a little bit slowly about your journey and what it is <laughs> that you do. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go into it. So I am a purposeful brand designer. I've been a designer for almost 10 years now, which is very wild to think about. Um, I've worked coast to coast in the U.S., all the way from the Silicon Valley in California, a lot of like tech companies, and um, Midtown Manhattan, so very fancy sort of like madman experience. Um, and it was close to Central Park, actually, and I 
I used to cry a lot at Central Park. It was a very yeah. rough time. But Aww. working at those companies um, essentially made me realize that the companies I was helping uh, with branding, with design, weren't really aligned with um, the work that I wanted to do. Because, of course, big brands all about profit over people. Uh, and I'm <laughs> completely totally unaligned with that. I'm from Brazil, um, originally from Brazil, from Sao Paulo. And I was, I grew up surrounded by alternative health. So I learned all about, um, all about that yoga, all the, all the woo stuff. <clears throat> Sorry. And so working in a very fancy Mad Men-ish <laughs> agency, was very foreign and working with those companies really wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was a really good experience nonetheless. Um, but one day <laughs> everything changed. I was put into a project. It was a branding project uh, for an internal rebrand for a very well-known company. And I realized that, and that company does a little bit of good stuff in the world. So I realized that that was a spark uh, that I needed to follow. Um, and yeah, took the leap and decided to work with specifically with originally was wellness company. So any small business owner helping others feel and be better. And then uh, just um, recently, I uh, opened that up a little bit more because I, I do feel like there is a bigger impact to do within creators, within any really heart-centered business owner um, that I can help them with branding, you know, figuring out their professional look and feel so that they can attract more people and make a bigger impact. <laughs> so yeah, that's in a nutshell. I love hearing the fact that you're so focused on um, helping the small businesses that really want to do good. And I think a lot of the people that we have on this show aren't just focused on, I mean, obviously we all want to make money. Um, we want to be able to support ourselves, but I think we hear a lot of people talking about how they really, their focus is wanting to help people. Um, mm -hmm. And I think at the set, at the center of content creation can be that idea of helping um, people out. So tell us, a little bit about you you'd mentioned there was like an internal rebrand for this company so tell us why would a small business or any business really want to rebrand their business if it's if it's working for them or maybe if it's not working for them that's a great question um and rebrand the word rebrand is very popular <laughs> especially on instagram you see like rebrands pop out <laughs> every so often mm -hmm. but when you're rebranding um if we go into the actual definition you're actually starting from scratch so you're really looking at your look and feel your brand visuals your logo and starting from zero and I kind of believe that that practice shouldn't be done very often um because <laughs> there are a couple of things that I always say that uh, you should nail in your visual brand um, to make a really impactful brand. 
which is your brand needs to be authentic, consistent, and impactful. And consistency in specific, it's a very, it's like the most important part of branding because um, as you're using your logo, your colors, your fonts, everything um, consistently <laughs> for a like of, of a better world word, um, when you're doing that, you are um, you are creating familiarity and trust with your audience. Uh, so when you are rebranding every so often, you sort of like break that um, trust and that familiarity. Um, yeah, so you definitely want to <laughs> build that familiar familiarity with time because uh, it builds a deeper connection with your people. There's actually a really good number I always like to say. There are studies on these. Um, it's not just me <laughs> saying things. Um, when you're using your branding consistently, there is an increase in revenue by 33%, which is just by using your colors, your fonts, your logo, right. everything consistently. So... Um, yeah, once you do that, um, you're building a really powerful brand over time. Um, so when you do rebrand, um, you are actually starting from square one. So again, you're breaking that trust and familiarity. Uh, so you don't want to rebrand unless your business is completely different from where you started in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um um, what else? <laughs> like what you do, who you uh, who you offer it to, uh, your why, your mission behind uh, your business, your values are completely different. Then you definitely should, you know, go back to the drawing board and figure out um, what are the the key things that my brand needs to have from the start to do this right. Yeah. So. That's an interesting point, and I like that you kind of brought that up because mm. I can actually, you know, in real in real life, brand consistency. You know, you, you, I experience that every day with you know big brands or you know things that you just see repetitively, and you're like, oh yeah, that's you know Coke or Pepsi or Nike or you know or you know even brands on Instagram. I can start to recognize some of their graphics or like even photographers with their editing. I can say, oh, I know the whose photo that is. Like you start to see consistency mm -hmm. in that, and that you know brings back to you know like you recognize who it is. You think about the brand. You think about you know it just it it puts it top of mind. But when you talk about like reasons why you would want to, which I think are all on point. You know if something's changed in your business, your mission. Mm -hmm you know, your why, maybe it's your offer, maybe you're just like really completely overhauling your whole business. But what if, I feel like some people get trapped in this. What if you just don't like your brand visuals mm. <laughs> anymore, right? Like what if you've yeah. done it and like, maybe it's, maybe it's been five years and they just feel tired to you. Like they just feel like mm -hmm. it doesn't reflect and maybe nothing else in your business has changed other than the fact that you feel like for whatever reason, the graphics aren't like connecting with you anymore mm -hmm. or the visual piece of it um or maybe you just like I don't know you get that that itch like I, I know this happens a lot and I see it a lot too where there are certain businesses and brands and you know companies that that rebrand a lot 
So how do you yeah. how do you avoid that trap where you're just like, man, I just don't like the way it looks anymore. <laughs> I just don't like that color. Or I don't like fonts. my fonts. I don't like you know. Yeah, that's a great question. So on the other side of rebrands, uh, there are refreshes, uh, which are it's it's basically really looking at your brand from an, a more intentional perspective. And tweaking things, not reactively, but um, informed by, you know, it's not that you don't like the colors. Of course, you should love your, your branding and have fun with it. But essentially, in branding, we're building a brand for your people, your audience. So there's this sort of like compassion that you need to have um, in understanding what, <laughs> how is my branding affecting my people? Uh, so a refresh, on the other hand, is a little lighter and it helps to keep your branding consistently, of course, um, but you're tweaking it mindfully so that your, um, your brand is becoming more and more effective. Um, of course, when something is not working, it should definitely be tweaked. Um, but again, we're not doing it reactively it's way more intentional than like, I'm not <laughs> loving these colors anymore. <laughs> or it, that could be a sign. It could be a starting point of, I don't love my colors anymore. Um, then trying to understand what is your audience saying about this? Do they love the colors? Why, why not? Mm -hmm. um, and then going back to the drawing board, uh, figuring out your visual strategy, um, which Jesse might be really familiar with, but really focusing on what are those key emotions and attributes that I want to convey in my visual branding and how can I do that through my colors, through my fonts um, and everything else that I'm building for my brand? Now, you kind it. of alluded to this, um, but if you had to list out like the things, the elements that somebody needs to think about when they're either rebranding or creating a brand from the ground up, what are, what are those things? So you said like a logo, colors, fonts. What are some other um, bullet points that someone should really take into account when creating their brand? Yeah. So regardless, if you are branding from scratch or rebranding, um, you should always look back to your strategy first. So that's the starting point before you look at colors or logo or anything like that. Um, it's really important because you're understanding why exactly are you rebranding um, and <laughs> what is it from your personality that you can infuse your branding um, in a visual side of things. So um, if you are branding from scratch, <laughs> you're really looking at that strategy to set those key emotions. And then the basics, um, I always say they're, they're colors. So thinking about your primary, your secondary, and your tertiary colors, um, your logo. So thinking about a primary logo and a secondary logo. And I only say that uh, to give <laughs> my clients at least a little bit more flexibility. Uh, a logo should work really big. So if you think like an out, um, a billboard or really small, like a business card or um, tiny pin, <laughs> for example, it should work both ways. Um, so colors, logo, and then fonts, thinking about fonts for your headlines, your title fonts. If you think of like a website, um, you know, how you're calling their attention with the titles and then a body copy font. Um, 
really like easy to use in paragraphs um, that people can uh, feel really comfortable reading through it. Uh, and that's the basic elements, really. Uh, once you do have the colors, fonts, the logo, the strategy, which is the most important part, then um, creating your social media posts or your website design um, and anything else really is so much easier uh, and much more fun too. So just a quick follow-up on the strategy piece of it. So is so I've gone through your process. Um, you've created the visual brand for the brand photographer method, which I love, like to the core. It is gorgeous. Too, gorgeous. I just I just adore it. it was <laughs> and perfect. I see it and I think of Jesse. Like it just looks like Jesse in a brand. Yay. So perfect. <laughs> mission um, accomplished <laughs> uh, it, you nailed it I mean I tell you that all the time but um you know a big part of that and I and I knew it going into it was the strategy behind it so at the same time I was working in tandem with big picture branding with Courtney Fanning so are there situations where you know and and this this is a, a question that we had for later but thinking about like your budget and how much like prep work you need to do to be able to work with like a brand designer, how much, like, what type of strategy do they need? Um, I'm assuming that you, you maybe you can touch upon, like, what sort of things they need to know before mm -hmm. they get into the visual, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So there are different types of strategy. The one that I work the most with for visual branding in specific is visual strategy, which is really honing into those feelings that you want to convey. Mm -hmm. Um understanding more about you so <laughs> if I had a <laughs> I want to draw right now <laughs> if, you, <laughs> uh, if you have like three circles as a graph uh, your brand is a combination of you your uniqueness um, you know your personality as a small business owner uh, your audience who you're serving um, who are they like thinking deeper into how do they feel um, <laughs> in strategy, it can be really tricky um, to go into demographics. And I like to really open up to psychographics. So thinking about how they, how do they feel? What do they believe in? What are their values? Um, and the third piece of the puzzle is your business. Like, how is your business unique? Um, what does it bring? What does it do? What are your services? Um, and that's sort of like... <laughs> the components that make your brand. Um, I actually have a masterclass on this that I go deeper into those three things. Um, we can talk about it later. But um, yeah, essentially in visual branding, you're looking at those three things and figuring out um, the key attributes or the emotions, um, sort of like the brand words that will carry the weight of your brand so that we can infuse the visual side of things uh, with those emotions, with those key attributes and adjectives. Um, yeah, so that your brand is very recognizable. So yeah, you, you work all your magic based on all of those things and come up with a visual brand that basically reflects all of those emotions and all of those services that you provide, how you provide it 
who you provide exactly. it to. And the beauty of that is that, so branding is an ever-changing thing. It's a living thing, uh, just like us humans. Uh, So you can always add to it as you understand your business better, as you understand your audience better, and even as you evolve as a business owner. So you can always add to it. Um, But yeah, figuring out those three things from the start is a really big difference when it comes to the visual branding. I know that this is exactly what you don't want us to do, but now I'm like, listening to you talk, I'm like itching to do something different. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm looking, I'm actually looking at your uh, website right now and I'm like, I need to take that color masterclass. And, you know, because I think that a lot of people when they create their brand, um, they just kind of, like I picked colors that I liked that I felt Mm -hmm. would kind of convey what I, what I wanted people to feel, but I didn't take too much else into account. So this color masterclass is definitely calling my name. I must say, (laughs) um, you kind of alluded to, you know, Jesse had talked about social media too, but, um, when, so you've, you've talked about like websites and and just kind of the logo and stuff what are some things that people need to take into account when it comes to rebranding or starting from scratch on instagram and creating that that brand kind of being consistent what 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 should people be thinking about yeah that's a great question um so instagram is great to really validate your strategy um and figure out figure out how are people feeling about the things that you're putting out there? So using things, I think there's a bunch of interactive tools like polls and um, what else? Questions. Um, there are a bunch yeah. of different ways of connecting with people there. Uh, so really figuring out that strategy part upfront uh, would be a good way to get started. And then as you are tweaking your branding, um, refreshing or rebranding <laughs> then you can start giving some uh, sneak peeks so really measuring and validating if uh, what you're doing is hitting the mark for your your audience um, yeah so that interactivity is the key thing in Instagram that I love um, and then <laughs> if you um, you could even like set a countdown or something where you build that excitement um, or the tension. I like excitement better than tension. Um, yeah. And then uh, revealing the branding and really talking about why you did it and what is the vision for your brand moving forward, like reeling in your audience into your world and letting them understand um, what it is that you aspire to um, to make with your brand out there <laughs> for them. Now, you are a branding specialist, right? Um, but so you, this was not a question that we actually had asked in our, in our, when we sent you these. So if you take, if you need to take a minute to think about it, but I'm just very curious, have you worked with a company? Cause you said you, you've worked with, you know, a hundred different conscious brands. Have you worked with a company that they've kind of come to you and they've asked you to help them rebrand or refresh? And then they've come back to you and said, I have seen just from like change your, your work that you've done. I've seen 
this amount more in sales or just this amount more in people paying attention to what I'm doing? Have you, have you gotten that kind of feedback from people? Yeah. Um, so I work specifically with small businesses um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the results really, really vary. Everyone is very different. I've mm-hmm. seen brands that I've worked with like sign million dollar contracts um, wow. and other companies like really having that feedback on um, like their um, like their clients, their customers are really reacting to their brand in the way that they want it. They mm-hmm. always wanted that and they get really excited because uh, it's just the start of their branding. They can always, you know, expand from that. But yeah, the, just having that feedback and um, letting your design and your visual branding open doors for you like that is just so powerful. Like in every level, it gives them more confidence uh, mm-hmm. to continue doing what they're doing. And um, yeah. I love it because it's like a ripple effect. I think there's other ways to really measure success too. When you create a brand, it's like, yeah, there's like, you know, you could, I guess, say your revenue increase or maybe how many contracts you've gotten or clients you've gotten. But like one of the big things for me was just feeling confident in putting my brand out there, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So if I'm more confident with putting my brand out there and you know, marketing my brand because I have these beautiful visuals that really align with everything, then I feel like you're just opening up opportunity to build more revenue and get more clients. So in mm-hmm. situations where like, let's say you are that person that is like, oh my God, I hate my brand right now. Like I hate the colors. I hate my logo. It is not aligning. You're not going to want to go out and like you're not proud of that you're not proud of it you're not gonna like you're gonna be like I've had clients even come to me saying I need new photos and I just I'm terrified to even tell people about my website because my photos are terrible or I'm redoing it and I'm just so embarrassed of it now and like so that's not doing them any service so I feel like in your work has two ways of generating like ROI I guess you could say is like yeah actually people are just recognizing the brand more but it's also as a result of leveraging that brand like having the company brand business influencer whatever use your brand use the brand more to actually get the opportunities yeah I definitely see a difference in the energy behind that small business or small business owner Uh, and it's really powerful I really that's my favorite part just really seeing them um, embrace their entire um, brand personality and just go out there and make more impact in that way I love it I think I think in talking just in talking with you for the past 20 or so minutes it's it's made me realize that a brand is so much more than you know yes we talk about the colors and the fonts and the logo and everything but it is so much more it really is that emotional connection that you're you're trying to make with your clients um So some people may not have the big budgets or even a little budget uh, to hire a professional just yet. Um, but how can someone really get started right now if they they've started a business or they're you're you know they're in the process of starting their business? How can they get started with their with creating their own brand? What are some steps or tools that they they can use? Yeah. So there are so many different ways to get started on your visual branding on the right foot. 
um, as you are DIYing. So I am a small business owner. I know the struggle behind wearing all the hats and learning all the things. Um, but so the first thing I would look at is really focusing on that visual strategy. What are the emotions um, and th- focusing on those three categories I talked about in <laughs> my invisible diagram <laughs> that I drew in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, thinking about those things in a mindful way. And then I, I do have a couple of open and free tools that people can look up. It's on my website. Um, and I, I keep doing it because I love it so much doing these master classes. One on it's called Get Your Brand Together. So it's really like a visual branding for starters sort of masterclass. And um a color masterclass, which is super fun, figuring out your color palette uh, more intentionally. And uh, there are tools like Canva, which I love. <laughs> you don't need to download the Adobe software or anything like that, although I use it all the time. Um, I do want to um, make visual branding a little bit more accessible. So Canva is a great tool to um, start learning about. You can do like a, a free account and start playing with it. Um, the key things I talked about earlier, so thinking about your color palette, primary, secondary, tertiary, your fonts, uh, heading, body copy, and then uh, primary and secondary logo, just to give that flexibility that you can apply into your social media designs, your <laughs> everything, really. If you do business cards, um, you could design that on Canva. Uh, with those key elements, uh, your website and all the marketing things. Uh, But yeah, there are different ways that you can um, achieve that for your small business. And I really, I've been really um, persistent on this year in specific to give small businesses, hard-driven small businesses, those tools, whether that's a free masterclass or a tiny course or uh, working with me. I have a cohort opening soon too. So uh, just being able to offer that in an accessible way, because I know a lot of these small businesses um, went through a hard time last year during the pandemic we're still on during the pandemic but last year was really rough um yeah so different ways to do it but keep it simple those focus on those specific elements and you should be um starting in the right foot so really between like your two free master classes they can then um really start take to move forward and, and take that into like a free software like canva and we love canva yeah here. oh yeah. my god i love i love it too <laughs> it's it's the best it's absolutely wonderful um did you it's so funny you were talking about heart you know we've mentioned a couple times heart-centered brands i'm looking at the tab and next to your name there's a heart yeah <laughs> like you've taken nice. you are you, there's no detail left undone Mm-hmm. with you exactly. wow <laughs> my goodness. I thought through my fave icon yeah <laughs> that's awesome so I've worked with Barrow personally but mm-hmm. you have a couple ways now that people can work with you so you've got your free master classes but you also have you mentioned something like you've got a course and then this cohort 
program? Tell us a little bit about that or those options to work with you. Yeah, so many different ways. I really want to reach um, small business owners in any, um, in any, what's the word? Capacity. (laughs) Yeah, any any way possible. In any way possible, really. Um, So yeah, I have free masterclasses on my website, uh, blogs and stuff like that, of course. Um, I like to record audio for those too, just to give a little bit more accessibility. Um, I have a whole library of tools on my site too. So if you want to go into that, um, it's available for you. There is a tiny course. So for new business owners starting out right now and figuring out how can they do this uh, themselves, I created a tiny course called Bring Your Brand to Life. And we do everything on Canva, which is the most fun. That's ever. awesome. <laughs> so figuring out that strategy we talked about, I have a whole step-by-step on how to do it, figuring out colors, fonts, the logo, and then putting it all into Canva and creating a launch post on Instagram, which is super fun to validate that system to make sure that it works. Uh, and yeah, I have a cohort coming out soon. So uh, dipping my toe in the group course um, and doing the same, figuring out something a little bit more for rebrands. So you're not starting uh, a new brand. You're really looking at all of the things that you already have and making it better. So we'll be doing that soon. And you can always work with me privately too. I take one client at a time (laughs) and I work, yeah, I work really intimately with clients on figuring out their visual branding um, and, you know, applying it to websites and designs, marketing things uh, and so on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, I just looked up the Bring Your Brand to Life course and I will definitely be doing that because it's super reasonable um so if you're if you are looking for something to even just get started that's I think that's a great option and that's so fantastic that you are offering that mm-hmm. um Yay. <laughs> yeah it doesn't take very long either it's a very fast um little course I, mm-hmm. I really wanted to make it super easy because I know how it is when it comes to design and figuring out Canva and all the technology stuff so just wanted to make as easy as possible for somebody to start out um, right. And then eventually they can always expand from that with more time. Mm. Awesome. I love it. So where can people find all of these things? These awesome things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything is on my website. Um, so it's Vero, V-E-R-O, branding.com. Uh, everything is listed in there. I'm also on Instagram. So if you want to DM me, do so. I will respond. <laughs> and yeah, everything is um, mostly on the website. So and then is the your co- is your cohort filled? Um, or when are you going to be launching that? Is that can they find that on your website too? Yeah, they can uh, sign up for the wait list. So I'm launching it next month. Uh, and I do have a couple of spots already filled. So, but I'll be, ke- I'll keep opening every yeah, month. Yeah, perfect. So, so they can so being October. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So, so 
Um, we're actually this air, this is going to air in October, so guys, get on get on the list ASAP. Yay. So. <laughs> well, Vero, thank you so much for speaking with us. This has been amazing and very inspiring for us to do our own, you know, little DIYing on our brand, but to also look at those great um, freebies that you have on your website, as well as the um, Bring Your Brand to Life course. So I hope people will thank check you. that out. Thank yeah. you so much. This was so fun. I'm so glad you were able to come on. Yeah, I'm too. <laughs> Thank you. So I just love Vero. I mean, I've worked Me with too. her personally, so I already have that connection. So I'm a little, maybe I'm a little biased, but. No, but um, no, you've told me a lot about her and like, I, I was so excited to meet her and she really kind of like met all of my expectations oh. and then some. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's, she's such great. a sweet individual and she really, you know, we were talking about this a little off air. She really does things with her whole heart. She really does. She wants to help. Yeah. People. I think that's why she talks about working with other heart centered entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. that's a really big piece of, I think a big piece of her brand that aligns back with like her personal core values. So yeah. Yeah, no, I, the conversation was great. I think for me, since I've gone through her process, it wasn't anything necessarily earth shattering for me, but I thought it was great how she really broke it down and you know, reminded us that your visual brand, you know, should tie back to a strategy mm-hmm. and also, you know, kind of gave us some perspective when thinking about rebranding or refreshing our brand and some of the things we should think about. I mean, yeah. so many of us, I think are like, one day you wake up and all of a sudden you just hate your brand, <laughs> but yep. like pump the brakes, hold on a second. You can do a refresh and you just want to do it with some intentional, uh, you know, steps. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I was actually thinking of, you know, my first ever web presence, I guess I would call it, which was MySpace, mm-hmm. MySpace and yeah. how you could like, how you'd learn like code to like add different things onto your MySpace. Like I think of that, obviously I didn't, I didn't have a business. I wasn't even thinking of opening a business at that point, but I look if, if I even, if I don't even know if you can log into MySpace anymore. I think people tried to bring it back, but I don't think it really worked. If I was to log into my MySpace these days, I would look at that and think to myself, who the heck was I back then? And what was I thinking? And I think sometimes you just, especially when you're caught up in all the other pieces of starting a business or getting a business off the ground, sometimes even though that like the fun things, which is creating a brand, picking out the colors and the fonts and kind of those pillars, um, your core values and everything. I think that you feel like you don't have the time to do that fun stuff mm-hmm. you just you have to focus on well what's gonna what's what what can I do to get the word out and you know get the money in and and get this thing going yeah. um so I think it was really important conversation to have to realize that you know it does the branding does matter it's not just the pretty colors and the fonts it really comes back to the emotions mm-hmm. um so I think that was one of my biggest takeaways and something I really hadn't thought of um, and something I am going to take into considering moving forward. Also, those free resources that she was talking about. Um, yeah, she has her two master classes, one on color and um, 
the get your brand together. Get your brand together. Which, which I definitely did need to get, do. Get, get your brand together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, I love the that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And then um and then the um her the other class. The, the t- I love how she called it a tiny course. So many people call it mini course. And a mini course is nice, but like tiny course, so there's cute. something about so it that's just like it's just inherently Vero, <laughs> I think. I <laughs> just and she sounds so much better when she says it too. I know, I know. Um, so I think there was there was a lot of great things that yes, what while a lot of it is is common knowledge or common sense, um having it presented in such a a clear, concise way was really helpful mm-hmm. um for me and hopefully for our listeners. Um so thank you so much to for listening to con- cocktails and content creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Creation Community. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And you can email us at cocktails and content creation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews and you can follow me on Instagram at fashionably Kate and Co if you're looking for some travel inspo or cute kid pictures. <laughs> Two two things there. Uh, And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me at Jesse Wyman Photos or at the Brand Photographer Method if you're interested in brand photography. Make sure to tune in next time to another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Cheers.